Well, sometimes, yeah, just sometimes, Australia's federation works like a well-oiled machine. Today, state and territory workplace health and safety ministers have voted unanimously to explore a potential ban on the domestic use of silica amid a surge in the numbers of people suffering from terminal silicosis. The Federal Minister for Employment and Workplace Relations, Tony Burke, says Australia took 70 years to ban asbestos and won't repeat that mistake. We have now tasked Safe Work Australia to do the work to scope out what regulation is required for all workplaces where you deal with silica dust and to also scope out specifically with respect to uh, engineered stone and engineered stone bench tops to do the work starting now on what a ban would look like. Now, since 2015, around 580 cases of silicosis have been diagnosed in Australia amongst particularly stonemasons who have been exposed to silica dust. The Construction Union's incoming National Secretary is Zach Smith. He joins me now here on RN Drive. Welcome to you, Zach. You've heard Tony Burke's comments after the meeting of the ministers. Is a scoping study the outcome you are really hoping for? Look, it's it's um, a good first step that we're progressing towards a ban and I take heart from the language um, of Minister Burke and the fact that this was a uni- unanimous decision of the State and Territory WHS Ministers. Look, certainly we would have loved and welcomed a ban immediately. Um, understand that there are practical considerations that they need to work through to get a ban in place. Um, what is true to say, though, is our union won't back down on our campaign. We're going to maintain our campaign to a ban is in place. Um, and we hope that this scoping exercise doesn't take any longer than the six months that the minister set aside. And by the end of this year, we do have a ban in place. Well, if it is another 12 months, judging by the rate of uh, cases over the last six years, there'll be another uh, roughly 82 Australians diagnosed with silicosis in the coming year. I mean, surely if it's still being used your members and workers are at risk. Why is this going to take so long? Uh, Well, look, you're absolutely right. Every day that we can, you know, um, save before we get, you know, in getting a a ban in place represents lives saved. Um, You're absolutely right in in making that observation. Um, We hope that this ban can be implemented as soon as possible. But that really goes to the heart of the union's campaign, and we have said all along, if governments don't act, we will be advising our members not to work with this product um, and to ban its use on site. Um, workers do have a right in this country to refuse work that poses a risk to their health and safety, and we think workers should utilise that right. And we have said um, come 1 July 2024 as an absolute drop-dead deadline um, that the product shouldn't be used on, on site or in um, the homes around Australia after that date. Are there any manufacturers that have already stopped using it? Uh, I don't know about manufacturers that have stopped using it. I certainly know there are builders um, who are turning away from using the product and looking for alternatives. We're already starting to see that shift in the construction community, um, which is heartening um, and long overdue. So it's good to see that sort of behaviour. And I think it's also important that consumers are made aware of the risks of this product and that they start looking for alternatives when they're designing their, their new home. Uh, I'm just curious about what other impediments there might be to getting a ban more quickly, which I I know you ultimately support. I mean, who manufactures 
silica, uh, these engineered stone benches, is there a whole backload of product that they would be unwilling to sort of chuck aside in, in, in the case of incoming bans? Who's, been, uh, yeah, who's slowing this down, basically? Uh, look, there will be work, you know, in terms of slowing it down, there'll be work needed to done to be done on the definition of engineered stone um, and how that would work at an importation um, level. Obviously, that's um, true to say, but um, in terms of back stock or, or backlog of um, product, um, one issue that has concerned us through this campaign is uh, the legacy issue, so stone products that are already here in Australia, um, supplies that might be lying around in the factories um, in Australia and the product that's already in people's homes. And so one part of this announcement today um, that I thought is, is a good announcement, a good development, that a ban will be also supported by a national licensing scheme. So that legacy product that's in Australia will have some regulation, some control over the people that are working with that product moving forward, where in those situations it needs to be, um, it needs to be dealt with. It's 13 past four on RN Drive. You're hearing from the Construction Union's incoming National Secretary, Zach Smith. We're talking about uh, the government's decision to look towards a ban for silicosis-linked products today, although we should note it probably won't come in for at least another 12 months. I mean, the comparison, Zach, keeps on being made to asbestos and, and, and how long it took to finally ban its use has this issue been enough of a priority in the CFMEU? I mean, could you have done more in recent years to put this on the agenda? Um, it is the asbestos of the 2020s. Uh, that is a very fair and true comparison. Um, and when you have a look at the devastating effect it's having on, on workers and their families, it's um, a sort of very harrowing parallel. Um, our union has been at the forefront of raising awareness about this issue. Um, I would argue that uh, if it wasn't for the advocacy of our union and, and the fact that we put this issue back in the sort of centre of national debate, we wouldn't be seeing this band today. Um, but, the, you know, the job isn't done yet either, and I think it's really important to stress that point. Yes, the scoping exercise has um, been commissioned, and yes, there's very strong language coming out of Minister Burke and the State and Territory Ministers, but we won't rest until this band is implemented, and like... I've kept saying the whole way through this campaign, we will implement our own ban um, if there's any delay in the government implementing theirs. Don't get me wrong, clearly the health of Australians is the foremost priority, but I just wonder as a secondary priority if your members' employment prospects might be affected. I mean, is there an alternative to manufactured stone? Will there be a, a crossover period that might lead to, to, to layoffs or, or, or the like? Yeah, look, it's a fair question. Um, our intention is not to put stone masonry businesses um, out of work. There are other alternatives and there are other products um, which, which look just as good um, as engineered stone, which don't cost workers' lives, um, the most obvious of which is natural stone. Um, and so we would expect or um, anticipate that those stone masonry businesses can transition to using other products um, and that, you know, at the end of the day, what people need to remember is that engineered stone isn't integral to the construction process. It's an aesthetic product. Uh, it's only been in the market for the last three decades. And so it's not integral to the construction process. And we'll still have new homes and great-looking bathrooms and kitchens after this ban comes into place. And the sky just won't fall in. That's the reality of it.
yeah, hopefully some Australians' lives can be saved uh, in the process. We'll have to leave it there. CMFEU incoming National Secretary Zach Smith. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.